ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm hype as a motherfucker right now. It's episode number 100 of Coffee and Memes. May the Lord have mercy on us all. Oh, baby Jesus. Could barely sleep last night. It's like I was going to Disneyland today. Except with more shoe throwers, more lobsters, more of you bad motherfuckers. Baby boys and girls listening all around, all over the world. All across this flat, hollow earth of ours. Almost forgotten how good this is. This is Fool's Rush by Trey. Of course, the former shoe thrower of the week. Ah, thank you to the build. Throwing a couple of quid into the hat, you're a fine gentleman. Now, I must, of course, direct your attention to this beautiful lobster bunting sent in by the powerful Jen, 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 Jen. You're a wonderful human, Jen. Thank you very much. I'm going to fucking treasure that. Making bunting great again. God, I should have got a whole, like, I don't know, kind of large bag or a tub, some sort of utility sacks full of shoes at the side. I could just hurl. We're going to be playing nothing but former shoe throwers of the week. So, you know, shit's going to be serious. Yeah, 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's four minutes past the top of the hour and you are listening to show number 100 of Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm on YouTube all across the flat earth on every layer and every dimension of the multiverse, every different iteration of the simulation all the way down into Elion's massive pit. He's just out there digging a pit. He's getting it done. Me and Snips are here. It's good to be here, ladies and gentlemen. It is good to be here. You're listening to Coffee and Memes. No! <laughs> oh, no. Of course, of course. Steady job, a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The C, the O, the F, the F, the E, the E, the M, the E, the M, the E, the S, the C, the O, the F, the F, the E, the E, the Lobsters, lobsters, lobsters. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm. It is an absolute freaking treat to still be here after 100 episodes. They haven't dragged my kicking and screaming body out of the doors yet. Hung, hung me, draw me and quarter me. Not yet. Not yet. I don't know. I'll get around to offending the right group of people soon enough. And then it'll be off to the chopping block. Well, it can't come soon enough. Hopefully before the... Uh, Brexit apocalypse, which may be superseded by the zombie apocalypse, which may be superseded by the space debris apocalypse. I'll take them all at once. I'll take any man alive. I don't mind. Anyone that says these shoe throwers aren't shoe throwers. Anyone who says rollers are not a genre. <laughs> oh, they're going to get it. I'm going to choke them silly. Look, ladies and gentlemen, Got some, uh, I mean, yeah, Jesus. For all the former shoe throwers of the week, original sin, current value, Mephius, culprit remix, uh, <laughs> space funk by Inward, isolated by face, uh, audio remix of The Artifact by Forbidden Society and a load of other, other champs, uh, The Sky Darkens by The Clamps. Oh, man, you're in for an absolute treat. God, footwear will be flung. I had an idea. I mean, presumably we're moving in the right direction for a threshold county fair, like a sort of, you know, like a church fate, but the church of the shoe thrower, you know, and of course you can't be a church without having a yearly, an annual fate. And I thought we could have an actual shoe throwing competition where basically you sign up, you bring, obviously you bring your shoes on your feet to start off with, and you get to pick your favourite shoe thrower. And then on the drop, you get to hurl it across the school field. They have to, they have to take place at a school. And you see who can hurl the shoe the furthest. And it'd be interesting to find out, uh, you know, you could do a sort of study to see whether or not particular shoe throwers, you know, made you throw your shoe a bit further. Like, you know, you'd obviously you'd have to, could you do it as a double blind placebo trial? You know, you play tunes that weren't shoe throwers and see how far you could throw the tune and throw the shoe. And then you play the track like Fool's Rush by Trey and just, oof! 
Sting goes for miles. You've never seen anything like it. It's like gravity was suddenly suspended for a couple of moments. It's possible. Anything's possible. It's 2019. I don't care what you say. Um, right, news today. I have some rather incredible breaking news, which we'll get to slightly later on in the show. Like I've been saving this one up for a while, and then yesterday, the Daily Mail... Dropped, dropped. It finally made the Daily Mail and made Lad Bible. Like I've been saving this up for, I don't know, a little, a, a few. Oh, because it was going to go originally on the very original coffee and memes, but I stopped doing that, and then I was just trying to wait for the right moment to catch this again, and then by some sort of just serendipity, yesterday it ends up in the uh, Daily Mail. We'll get to this a little bit later on, though. Um, what else have we got? Oh, God, there's some good bits in today. Um, update on man uh, who married woman and did it without telling her he has micro penis. That is good news. Uh, more sky penises. Quite penis heavy, actually, uh, this show. Um, the US will not seek to prosecute the Sentinelese tribe that killed the missionary. That's good, isn't it? Can you imagine the sort of kangaroo court involved with t- trying a <laughs> an unconductable tribe? Uh, I've got research here about Lad Bible have revealed some research of things most likely to trigger a bad mood. Uh, a few in there that you might not con- might not have considered, but we'll be going through them. Uh, important Skrillex news: uh, Pensioner drove into pram to push it off pedestrian crossing uh, when lights turned green. That seems like a bit of a hoot. And I've got your horoscopes for you a little bit later on. Call me Mystic Ranking. Call me Mystic Snips. Call me whatever you want. Like I say, I'm here to please. I'm your manservant. I am your Batman. I'm basically a cam girl. It's, but it's, it's fine by me. It's the life I chose. And it's, I've made my bed. I'm lying in it. You know, if the shoe fits, I'll throw it. Absolutely fine. Right, listen, let's get into the important news. Lobsters, lobsters, lobsters. Too much heat. And- yeah. Anyway, Skrillex. I never said I was making an album. Uh, Skrillex here, uh, you may know him from the dubstep. Uh, he never said that he was making an album. Uh, this is, comes from a report in DJ Mag uh, online. They have simply reported the fact that he never said that he was making an album. Uh, 2018 was a relatively quiet year for Skrillex, which saw him continue to play shows, uh, but hold back from releasing much new material. He's now dashed hopes of more extended project coming anytime soon by telling Billboard that he doesn't have a new album on the way. Uh, He said, you know, people have been asking me about when I have a new album coming out. And it's a little strange because I never said I was making an album. So I think this is good that you can string a whole news story together just out of something, basically someone not saying something. So I thought I might have a go at it. And I've now got a list here of things that Skrillex never said. Uh, I can 100% guarantee that he absolutely never said them. I invented dubstep. He never said that. Never said that. You can't... I've never seen him tweet it. Never overheard him say that. Never seen him put it on Facebook. The, uh, the earth is flatter than a yoga chick's ass. He never said that. Nope. You cannot attribute that quote to Skrillex. You won't find it on his Wikipedia page. You won't find it anywhere. Uh, he never said, I have a very firmly set morning routine. I start my mornings with half a pint of infant's blood. I love it. It keeps me young. He never said that. He never said that. So don't give him hassle about drinking infant's blood because he never said it. He never said it. It's not something he said. Uh, He never said, 
I always carry a lemon in my pocket just in case the club I'm playing at runs out. It's just not worth the risk. Never said that. Never said that either. He never said, fuck it, let's call the Albanians. He never said Lobsters. it. Lobsters. Honestly, don't, don't, try and, don't try and write a news story about him saying, fuck it, let's call the Albanians, because he never said it. All right? Just putting that out there. He never said, I still don't really understand the sixth sense, so if Bruce Willis is dead, how come the kid can see him? Makes no sense. He never said that. He never said it. I don't know what his thoughts and opinions are on the sixth sense, whether or not he was one of those people that are like, yeah, I just, I got it immediately. I got the twist. You know, I'd, I've seen loads of M. Night Shyamalan and M&M films and I just get the twists immediately. You know, I, just, I knew he was dead. I maybe he's one of those guys. I don't know. But he never, the previously attributed quote, he never said that. Um, he also never said that wasn't real communism and the death toll in the Soviet Union was greatly exaggerated. He never said that. I don't know what his thoughts are on communism. Uh, or the death toll in the Soviet Union. Uh, he never said uh, government-enforced intersectional feminism is the only true path to global equity. Never said that. I don't know whether or not he even knows what intersectional feminism is. I Honestly, I don't know, but he never said that last bit. Got quite a few more of those. <laughs> uh, he never said kick drums are well cool. They are like big old boom-boom noises. Boom-boom-boom. Proper cool drum noises. Kick drums are the best. Uh, he never said that. That's not that's not something you can attribute to him. I presume he likes kick drums. Uh, he likes all drum sounds, I would imagine. But he never said that. Uh, he never said, if you keep bees, you should have the legal obligation to marry a bee of your choosing. Never said that. Uh, he never said, I've always thought that there must be a way to recycle all the pistachio shells that get thrown away each year. Like maybe build a house out of them or something. Personally, I throw away over 40 pistachio shells a year and it haunts me sometimes. Never said that. And he never said that cereal is breakfast soup. Just didn't happen. Just straight up didn't happen. Uh, so that's the most up-to-date recent list of things that Skrillex has never said, along with the fact that he never said he was making an album. Um, so if anyone wants to, I don't know, Lab Bible, maybe Sick Chirps or something, wants to pull together some sort of attempt at journalism behind those things that he never said, honestly, you're welcome to it. I just want my 20%, all right? Lobsters. Okay, right, Jesus, let's get into... Um, oh, God, I want to play this Space Funk bit because it's just too ridiculous. So this is Space Funk by Inward, and this was a shoe thrower of the week, I would say about a month and a bit ago. <laughs> He never said he invented dubstep. Never said that.
throwing your footwear take a video of it I'm going to add it to the intro video email it to will at threshold.fm is uh, Space Funk by Inward. Oh! Choice. Toit. Like a toiger. Some powerful meme work here from Drew Peacock in the uh, in the Discord. <laughs> I control the lobsters. <laughs> uh, excellent work, sir. Excellent work. fairness I would throw a cat to this record definitely a table flipper as Mr. Merck says oh sorry Mr. Grief ah big Dougie Wentworth Throwing five Aussie dollars into the hat. You're a fine gentleman, a fine, fine gentleman. Ooh, the super chat is live if anyone wants to donate. It will all go to the course, it'll be all, all go to building the new app, to be honest. It's got to be done, it's got to be done. Need that archive, need that new app. Got to have the new app. Or gotta have it. It's important for all of the lobsters, all our compiling all shoe throwers in the same place at the same time. It's very important. Unsure on where accent's coming from. Don't really know. Could be Finland. Unsure. Um, listen, guys, that was Inward by Space Funk. <sighs> Fucking hell. That is a bloody... Oh, God. Jesus, that's a good record. Here now. 
Hoo-wee. Anyway, look, where's this, um, come on, bloody lad Bible, you sack of shit. Where are you? <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Uh, oh, no, I'm on the wrong page. Here we go. No, that's the shoe throwers bit again. Come on, Rankin, get it together. There we go. Uh, research reveals the things most likely to trigger a bad mood. Great. Um, I don't know whether or not it's worth really getting into the... But they've got... Look, some bright spark has actually tried to put together a 50-point list of things that are guaranteed to throw you into a proper mard. I don't know what mard is. Sounds northern. Uh, so this Monday, uh, when else? Let's see uh, what really is pissing off Britons all the time. First off, sleeping badly. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, look, I've got the whole list here. What have we got? Okay, Lab Bible's list of things that get people in a bad mood. In order. Okay? So... I don't know, should I... Yeah, all right, let's read it the worst. Okay, a bad night's sleep. Uh, two, treading in dog mess. Three, having an argument with your partner. Four, getting ill. Five, computer not working. Six, when your partner is in a bad mood and brings you down with them. Seven, finding the batteries in your sex robot are dead after forgetting to charge it. Eight, a bad day at work. Nine, not having asked to have been born into late-stage capitalism. Ten, the boiler breaking down. 11. Losing your keys. 12. Accidentally running over and killing a kid. 13. Checking your bank account and seeing how much less there is than you expected. 14. Having to get out of a warm bed on a cold day. 15. Winter in general. Uh, 16. Having your prayers to Lucifer begging for the apocalypse go unanswered. Uh, 17. When someone is late to meet you. 18. Waking up in the morning it's still being dark outside. 19. Not seeing the sun all day during winter. 20. A no-deal Brexit potentially having us less protected to dangerous space debris. 21. Uh, someone saying something negative about your appearance. 22. People talking about Brexit as if they have any sort of fucking clue what they're talking about. 23. Getting lost. 24. Forgetting to set your alarm and oversleeping. 25. Uh, getting rained on while walking to work. 26. The fact that true communism has never actually been tested. 27. <laughs> phone battery uh, running low. Uh, 28, male feminists. 29, not enough heat in your padgage. Uh, 30, having no phone signal. 31, your phone battery dying when you are out. 32, getting uh, to the car and realising you have to de-ice the windows. 33, low quality hand job due to your partner refusing to remove the oven glove. Uh, 34, when it's only just been paid and you're already low on cash. It's probably another slight on capitalism, that one. 35, when you order clothes online, they don't fit. 36, uh, having to stay late at work. 37, the image of your ex-husband, Jeremy Corbyn, leader of the Labour Party, bearing down over you with his tiny little Marxist penis in his hand, trying to put on a Johnny for the second time before losing his boner completely. 38, people spoiling a TV show you haven't seen yet. 39, realising your holiday still months away. 40, backseat drivers. 41, getting toothpaste on your top. As you're about to leave the house. 42, the bourgeoisie trampling the po proletariat. Uh, 43, making a cup of tea and realising you've got no milk. Uh, 44, finding out that your gender studies degree barely qualifies for you, you to work at Burger King and how the name Burger King is in and of itself problematic. Uh, 45, going on Facebook and realising how pointless it is. Uh, 46, burning your toast. 47, dud pingers. Uh, 48, not being able to find your glasses. Uh, 50, uh, being on a diet or health kick. and uh, Oh, 49, being on a diet or health kick. And 50, feeling pale uh, during winter. Uh, so there it is. That's the top 50 things that irk people. Uh, obviously, a lot of people are upset by late-stage capitalism and the distinct lack of communism in their life. But pff, eggs is eggs, you know? 
like what you can do about it. I mean, what are you actually personally, what are you, what are you going to do about it, Snips? Nothing. Evil capitalist fat cat, Snips. Uh, addicted to prescription medication. You wouldn't get that on communism, would you? Hmm. Yeah, where are you going to get your bloody, where are you going to get your oxys from there, mate? Eh, eh, buddy? Lobsters. Uh, right, what else have we got? There's um, all my, look, I, hold on, we've got fucking 10 shoe throws to get through. We're, we're probably running behind in terms of shoe throws. Look, this is the culprit remix of Ring Shifter. <sighs> This was one of the ones that as soon as it got played on the Monday, everyone was like, right, shoot throw of the week. It's just no chance anyone's overtaking that. Oh, Jesus, Ollie. You're a fucking wild man. 50 bucks. Thanks so much, mate. And you promise you won't use it as a stick to beat me with at Ring Shifter, Culprit Remix. Spidey Matthews. She's a good boy. You can certainly work a mix down. But can he work a beautiful lady? That's the question on everyone's lips. He can work your fat mother, that's for sure. <laughs> Woo. 
I can confirm that Skrillex never said that. Didn't say it. Ooh, wee Yorks. Lorks are lordy. Lorks are goddamn lordy. Um, I think it's probably time now to get into the... Uh, <laughs> to get into the rather incredible news. This has uh, been on the boil for now 12 years. This has been going, and I'm I'm just aghast that it is still a thing. Okay, here we go. Children are getting high by setting fire to wheelie bins and sniffing fumes in disturbing new trend deemed extremely dangerous by police. Why is Rankin so obsessed with this story? What's what's going on here? Why does he know something we don't? Well, you'll have to wait and find out. Bizarre trend sees. Oh, I should do it in a sort of. Daily Mail book. Bizarre trend sees young people setting fire to plastic bins and inhaling the fumes. Certain dyes used in making bins are said to create fumes which cause a buzz. A warning over drug craze have potentially been issued in both 2007 and 2017. Officers have now found melted bin in park in Bolton, Greater Manchester. Police issued a warning today about an extremely dangerous drug craze that sees youngsters sniffing the highly toxic fumes of burning wheelie bins. The bizarre trend, most recently seen in Bolton, Greater Manchester, sees young people setting fire to the plastic bins and inhaling the fumes to get high. Certain dyes uh, used in the manufacturing of waste bins, depending on the colour of the plastic, are thought to create the fumes which cause a buzz. Waste experts issued a warning in March 2017, but police have now confirmed further incidents in Bolton, where officers found a melted black wheelie bin at a park. Well, you've got them banged to rights then, haven't you? Greater Manchester Police have warned about the increasingly pop- increasing popularity of the drug craze following several reports of the incident said to have taken place in recent weeks. Anti-solvent abuse charities said inhaling the bin fumes could be more dangerous than sniffing glue or petrol. Uh, a police spokesman said Longsight Park have been subject to massive damage recently as a result of the wheelie bins being set fire in the middle of the children's play area. This type of damage has a widespread effect on communities and renders public spaces unusable. Now, okay, uh, let's let's uh, move on here to 2017. Britain's most stupid... Oh, my God. The, the, it won't let me look at this without the ad blocker, so it's just it's chaos on, on here. Uh, is that showing up properly, though? Yeah, it is. Uh, Britain's most stupid legal high as children sniff fumes from burning wheelie bins. Uh, Ross Robertson uh, reports... Kids are literally getting wasted with Britain's daftest drug craze, sniffing fumes from wheelie bins. It has been claimed today. Youngsters are risking their lives by torching plastic bins in a bid to get high on the fumes, a waste management company has claimed. Officials in the firm say that they had a report from around Britain of youths burning wheelie bins to sniff the smoke. Okay. One thing you will not find in any of these reports are any evidence of children actually inhaling the fumes. Only it is thought that they are setting fire to the bins uh, to inhale the fumes. Children are not inhaling the fumes. Do you know how I know this? Because me and Mumdance invented this in 2007 in, a, in an article that we wrote for Vice magazine where we fictionalised the idea that kids are setting fire to bins and inhaling the smoke to get high. Here is a picture. It, like Vice magazine then reported on this again, not realising that the original article in 2007 was fake. <laughs> Here is a picture of me 
hunched over a bin at Jack's house, my friend Jack's house in Henfield, pretending to huff bin smoke. <laughs> Here it is, Barnsley calling. We're going to have a bin party tonight, all right? Text and photos by Jack Adams, aka Mumdance. There I am, look, leaning over a bin in 2007, <laughs> 12 years ago, pretending to pretending to inhale the fumes. Uh, I believe Jack wrote a couple of other articles about fake drugs. I think there was one called Clear, which people were taking and it was making them think they were invisible and then they were then going around causing trouble. Um, but yeah, so Vice Magazine caught on to this um, because of that last article that I wrote. Not I, not that I wrote, that the Hartlepool Mail wrote, um, basically saying like, hold on, this is something that we reported on in 2007. We're not sure whether or not the original report was fake. Well, I'm here to tell you, it was fake. It was me all along. It was me and Mum Dance, the original pranksters, the original Henfield pranksters. <laughs> and like people, like actual like uh, waste management companies are like releasing, are talking to people and saying it's really dangerous to inhale bin fumes. Uh, don't do it. Like, people, kids are just setting fire at the bins. They're just being a pain in the ass. Like, it's funny to, you're drunk and you're a kid, you're a young teenager and you're pissed up or you're on drugs anyway. Why would you inhale bin smoke? There are so many easier ways to get drugs or get high. It's not like drugs are in a fucking shortage. People are just setting fire at wheelie bins. And basically, the reason for it has, has spiraled that people actually believe that kids are inhaling smoke. Uh, well, they're not. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. And yeah, and it made the Daily Mail yesterday and it made Lad Bible. <laughs> yeah. Police want a drug case where people sniff fumes of burning wheelie bins. Well, I'm sorry, Rebecca Shepherd. It's not true. They're not sniffing them. Well, they might inhale some by the very nature of setting fire to a wheelie bin, but they're not doing it to get high. Like, you know, it's literally nowhere they have any sort of like actual evidence of the kids sniffing the bins. Like, in these sort of things, they'll normally have, like, an actual human in there somewhere. It'll be like, Louis Kenny is only 14 years old. He's from Hull, and he sniffs flaming bins every day to try and get the echoes of the last jump-up rave out of his brain tank. But no, setting fire to bins, man. It's like, it's something that both far-left at far-left extremists and teenagers often the same thing have in common they're just there setting fire to wheelie bins because that's going to make a difference isn't it i mean i can see the entertainment of setting fire to a wheelie bin and particularly pushing it along while it's on fire that must be pretty spectacular but there ain't nobody hoofing the so you'd just die you can't, there's been the most it would be you would die immediately it's a highly highly toxic burning plastic there's just no there's no two ways about it. But, I mean, like, even anti-solvent agencies have had to make statements like, yeah, don't do this. This is really this is really ridiculous. I mean, of course, you would, wouldn't you? You wouldn't go, ah, dad, don't. It's probably, they're probably not doing it anyway. You'd better to be safe than sorry. So definitely don't inhale. Look, just if anyone is out there, definitely don't inhale flaming bin smoke. Uh, not because, don't try and blame it on me. Don't try and blame it on, on Big Mumsy. Don't try and blame it on Coffee and Memes, nor Vice Magazine. Not, you can blame it on Vice Magazine if you want. In fact, I, I, I recommend that you blame it on Vice Magazine. <sighs> so there you have it. It's taken 12 years, and it started before Lad Bible was even a thing. But something that I've had a small hand in has, uh, has ended up in, in 
lab bible maybe i should tweet rebecca shepherd give her the full story maybe i could give her a quote for it she's only got 311 followers she by law oh oh yes no but this is great also uh um of course the comments on the daily mail are just as insane and rabid as you expect them to be rapier from london says seems parenting is a thing of the past that's all in capital letters what are they teaching their children seems nothing about being sensible respecting other people's property that's got eight likes uh celtic vampire uh from pontlypool uh says probably the same kids that went on strike about global warming and fossil fuels <laughs> probably was Celt- celtic vampire a uh, blurt man says hope it kills them except uh there's accidentally a space in between the k and the i l l s in kills uh riley123 says uh dm showing dumbasses how- oh daily mail showing dumbasses how to get high uh Kladge from redditch says so most bizarre most bizarre story of the day award and i thought glue sniffing was bad uh mega tourist from north island new zealand says um here do they think up these ideas sick little minds <laughs> sick little minds uh tucker 77 says god kids are thick these days um and he's written got uh, both god kids and thick all with capital uh Capitalise the first letter of the word there. Uh, Flustraza, 13, says, Someone should tell these kids on social media how good it is to be in the bin when it's set on fire. Right, okay, so let's unpack that for a second uh, from uh, Flustraza, 13, from Shrewsbury. Let's assume that it's true. Let's assume that children are setting fire to bins in order to inhale the smoke. Uh, to get high. Uh, Flu Straza 13's answer is to trick the children that it would be better to be in the bin when it's on fire, thus meaning the child burns alive. His solution is to burn children alive. That's what he's saying there. He's saying, tell them how to trick them into believing that being in the bin is better so they get burnt alive that is his solution 16 people have liked that that has got the most likes of any of the any of the comments he wants the children to be burned alive uh the mayor uh no sorry the major now the daily mail has published it bins everywhere are doomed to die and children if flu strasa 13's got anything to do with it uh, meh from north virginia says it's called culling the herd <sighs> i've forgotten just how rabid daily mail comments are i mean they're kind of they're almost art in their own way like it's it's a little bit like looking at bacteria under a microscope and they're all just in there like squirming around that's kind of what the daily mail comments are like uh, my dad's been banned from Yahoo News for arguing with people and um, arguing with, well, he said arguing with racists in the uh, in Yahoo News comments by just trolling them super hard. And eventually he managed to get himself banned. <laughs> so don't you have anything better to do with them? No, not really. <laughs> like, only old people use Yahoo. There's, it's like the people who set up an email address in like 1999 at Yahoo and it's been their homepage ever since. And they get all their news from Yahoo News and argue with people in the comments. It's all people over the age of 60. Right, Jesus. Look, we've got so many shoe throws to get through. 
Um, this is pff, ridiculous tune. Isolated by Face. <laughs> Lordy, isolated by face. I think that's probably is my favourite face tune. Jesus. 
Jesus, baby Jesus, little little baby Skrillex in the manger with your luscious locks, your glasses and your snare so loud. Oh, your snare so proud. Oh, little baby, little baby Skrillex. Little baby Skrillex sitting in a tree, fiddling with a mix down, drinking herbal tea. Little baby Skrillex. Man with micro penis to sue wife for telling everyone she discovered his secret on their honeymoon. Oh shit. Lobsters. Uh, the bride has posted an update on a situation after a story went viral earlier this month and people were furious with her new husband for keeping it a secret. Um, I feel bad for the geezer. Um, if you're having micro penis problems, I got I feel bad for you, son. Uh, I got 99 problems, but micro penis is just not not even an issue. Um, a man is threatening to sue his wife after she wrote about his micro penis on the internet. Um, the woman claims her new husband kept it a secret until they were on their honeymoon by saying he didn't agree with sex before marriage. Uh, she felt that he had lied and tricked her, so decided to share the story on Reddit to get some advice. Smart move. Uh, but her husband found the post and is now terrified someone will work out it's about him. So he's threatening to divorce and sue her. Fair enough, I think. Uh, she posted an update on the website explaining that uh, that he say the post after it... That, oh, God's sake, who wrote this? Zoe Fawzi. Okay, Zoe, I'm afraid you fucked up already. Um, but her husband found the post and is now terrified someone will work out it's about him. She posted the update on the, on the website explaining that he say the post after it went viral and somebody shared it on Facebook. She writes, my husband saw my post and says he wants to leave me and sue me. Says he wants an annulment and is considering suing me for defamation of character. He says it's only a matter of time before someone leaks his name. It's true. Uh, he'll, his name will be out there. Uh, he saw the post through an old friend of his who knew he had a micro penis. <laughs> saw on Facebook they had just gotten married. Oh God! <laughs> Imagine if it was your mate. You're like, hold on a second. Gary's got a micro penis. Gary's just got married. Oh shit! Oh Gaza! Oh little love, little lamb with your little. Oh, little Gaza, poor little fellow. Oh, no, done, done, done out with his micro penis. Uh, the problem is, though, if you're gonna sue, I mean, get the wedding annulled by, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know, man. I think you should try and save the relationship because, look, you managed to find a woman to marry based on your personality alone. I mean, obviously, she's gonna be, you know, there's gonna be some convincing to do. You know, on your part, you're going to have to convince her that I don't. You can make it medically wider. Very difficult to make it longer, though. Can't make a mountain out of a molehill, mate. Sorry, but I don't know. You could buy. You can get all manner of prosthetics these days. You could get. You could get a strap on. You know, you could take it in turns. She could peg you one night. You could actually give her reasonable sex with a with the aid of a a dildo. A dildo. Um, or perhaps with some sort of teledildonics, maybe some sort of Matt Mullen, Matt McMullen affair from a little something from the real doll company. I know that they they make male sex dolls as well, and you could be a sort of cut. Oh God, that is that is rough. That that is one step further than cucking, isn't it? 
when you're cucked by a sex robot. That is a truly, a truly upsetting situation that would be, to be cucked by a sex robot, to have to sit there on the bed next to your wife getting infinitely better sex from a robot because you've got a micro penis. <sighs> that would be too much for me to bear, I think. I think I just have to... I think I just have to go full on uh, celibacy. I'll join those incel lot. I could be like their king or something. <sighs> just moment of silence for the the Uber cut, the micro penis sporting Uber cucks. Lobsters. Right, what else have we got? Pilot Sky Penis. Now, there's another. There's actual sex robot news here. Sex robot news. Sex robot news. Having sex with an inanimate object because you can't get a woman to fuck you. Sex robot news. Sponsored by Jasper Hamill and the incel clown posse. Uh, sex robots will end up crushing vital parts of men's bodies. Experts warn. Good to have some expert warnings on the show. Uh, it would not be... A show what it would not be a proper episode of Coffee and Means without sex robots and a warning from the experts. Sex robots could end up crushing men's delicate body parts during frenzied lovemaking sessions. Uh, that's the warning from legal experts who said that blokes' bits could be squashed by badly made love machines. <laughs> the badly made love machines is uh, my other electro act. Um, uh, I've got a few now: the ISIS brides and badly made love machines. Um, oh, there are some others I can't remember the name of uh, the risk of uh, suffering a flattened phallus is not the only danger awaiting people who seek the in- seek to insert their most prized body part into fake robotic women uh, no they're real robotic women they're fake women but they're real robots um, without tough regulations to govern the production of sex robots but look I you could put your knob in anything <laughs> Listen, you could put it in a toaster, like if 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 you were that way inclined. Are there going to have to be regulations for toasters to make sure that people can't, you know, have you stuck googly eyes on a toaster, a bit of lippy? You know, I'm just saying, like, is that then a sex robot? Should it be? Should that fall under the these regulations? Tough regulations, Jasper Hamill, that you want to you you want to bloody get out there, you authoritarian madman. Without tough regulations to govern the production of sex robots, the computerized concubines could be made out of materials that end up poisoning humans. Dick first. Existing sex robots are not well regulated, and this is a cause for concern, given the multitude of ways in which sex robots could be harmful to their users, wrote Francis X. Shen, Associate Professor of Law at the University of Minnesota, in an article for The Conversation. For example, dangers lurk even in the increase, even in the seemingly innocent scene where a sex robot and human hold hands and kiss. What if the sex sex bot's lips were man, manufactured with lead paint? I don't even think they make lead paint anymore, uh, or some other toxin. He went on to discuss the possibility of a digit being squashed during a a digit. You don't refer to your penis as a digit. Anyway, he went on to discuss the possibility of a digit being squashed during a torrid moment of sexual abandon. But the same could easily happen to a penis. Oh, right, I see. Right, okay, so he was just using the digit as a... Why (sighs) Fingering sex robots, I mean, Jesus. What is... 
Oh, yeah. I mean, forget the post-Brexit apocalypse. Fingering sex robots is much more of a greater threat to humanity. What if the robot? What if the robot with the strength of five humans accidentally crushes the human finger in a display of passion? He asked. Well, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one to see because it's something like that's going to happen. Who is going to be the first person to die by being killed by a sex robot for whatever reason? Maybe there's some sort of electrocution. Maybe 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 it crushes his small peen and he bleeds to death. I don't know about you, but I can't wait to find out. <laughs> I'm buzzing. Uh, right, come on, let's get some more of these. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Okay, come on, let's have this breathless track we, from yesterday by Aggressor Bunts. Man. <sighs> caught me off guard yesterday. This is this week's Sheath Row of the Week. Thank you very much, Cho Rider. You ride the chode well. Steady job, a couple extra. strong package very powerful package Frisky saying that Space Funk is the one so far I'll be honest Fool's Rush by Trey I just I can barely even believe it if you got a shoe on each hand they're kind of lobstery very zoidbergy
Breathless. Woo. Aggressive bunks. You bad, bad boy. You've been a bad, bad aggressor, Mr. Bunks. Oh, dear. <laughs> They're going to have to go, go down and come down on you very hard. <laughs> oh. Uh, right, okay. Now, obviously, you know I'm, the, I'm a deeply spiritual person. I believe in um, ghosts, uh, auras, um, spirits of animals, lobsters, uh, jump up. I believe rollers are a genre. I uh, believe um, yeah, veganism is the true answer to all the world's problems, um, along with male feminism and um, re rejigging your what are they called? Your gun gun to your your um, your chakras. Getting your chakras all all mucked out, and you go get them cleaned out, get them sort of drained, get your chakras drained, and that oh, all of that. That's all legit. Uh, Reiki, uh, and of course. Star size, Mercury being in retrograde, that's a good thing to blame stuff on. Um, but, yeah, so I'm now I'm going to start doing it. I'll do it as a regular feature because um, I'm also I'm psychic, psycho, I'm psychic uh, with my psychic. No, it's uh, where, Snips. I can talk to Snips uh, telepathically, and he's um, my, my psychic sidekick. He's got numerous secret powers. Um, he can uh, make lady lobsters drop their knickers um, just by double dropping the nine. He can um, he can spot a <laughs> he can spot a, a creep uh, uh, just by one um, one tweet. It's not bad. And numerous other psychotic psychic things. Um, anyway, lobsters. Uh, I'm going to do the from from snips to me telepathically. I've got the horoscopes. Got sorry, got your horoscopes for you here. Uh, so we'll get cracking. Uh, first one is Capricorn. Uh, Capricorn, as outgoing and confident as you are, do not underestimate the illuminating force of half a dinger. Hmm. Uh, a chance, uh, a change in your life is just what you need, and what better way to start than with your underpants? Be wary of friendly Virgos who claim to be male feminists. Their drugs may be pure, but their intentions are not. Well. I think that's is this is a sage, you know, sage wisdom from the stars there uh, to any Capricorns. Uh, uh, change, change your pants. I think is is definitely a good way to start any sort of major life change. Um, and do never underestimate the illuminating force of half a dinger. I think that's a, I think that's good advice for anyone really, not just Capricorns. Um, okay, next we've got Sagittarius. Uh, if you are single, then expect to remain so for a good while. Mm. Unluckily for you, this is not the fault of the stars, but due to how fundamentally unlikable you are as a human. Well, that's rough news, isn't it? Uh, this does not mean you cannot get laid, though. Far from it. A seedy Pisces with thick ginger beard and a bag of karate powder awaits you in a disabled bog just round the corner. Wow. I wonder whether or not that's literal or a sort of metaphor. Whether or not the disabled bog is just a metaphor for, I don't know, your, your life in, in some sort of way. But, hey, it's literal. Thick ginger beard, bag of karate powder, disabled bog. That's, uh, that's a strong look. That is a powerful look for 2019 if you're a Sagittarius. Uh, Leo's. Uh, as a Leo, you should always trust your gut feelings, but be careful to know the difference between gut instinct and gastrointestinal problems caused by too much red stripe and Albanian nose bag. Yeah, it is important to know the difference, and uh, you can generally, 
You can generally tell that by the quality of your shots. Uh, the Sagittarius that crossed your path is everything you need in life, but they absolutely will not text you back, so don't even bother. Jump up raves are no long-term solution, but right now, what other options are there? Well, it's a good point, isn't it? I mean, I'm a Leo, uh, so I understand. Uh, yeah, there are jump up raves are no long-term solution. You can't. You, no one wants to be the 60-year-old on pingers down the front for DJ Gov. I just. <sighs> Not at 60. Not at 60. And finally, uh, we have a Taurus here. Uh, just says you can get hep C from sharing banknotes, and you will. So that is... Um, it's not even a sort of a warning so much as just an, an inevitability, which is going to be gutting, I guess, for any Tauruses out there. It's going to be a lot, a lot of people out there uh, getting hep C from banknotes. So you know watch out if you are in a toilet anywhere on the on the snuff on the chuff on the rat powder you know on the on the columbia marching powder and there are any tauruses there worth worth just using your own just a receipt or something i'm, I'm just my suggestion you know it's just a bit, bit of health and safety uh for you there uh to sort of draw, draw the show you know somewhere resembling clothes look let's have this the clamps the sky darkens Ooh, oh no! Don't play that again. Come on, what are you on? What are you on about? Okay, good news. The sky darkens by the clamps. This is um, ridiculous. Ridiculous record. Well, I mean, just absolutely preposterous tune. I mean, absurd. I mean, you really can you even imagine just getting into a studio, sitting down, firing up Ableton or Fruity Loops, and just making a tune like this? I mean, absolutely. I mean, what would you even do yourself do with yourself afterwards? You'd need some sort of therapy. You'd need to be talked down, maybe by some sort of police negotiator. I don't know. And a shadow swallows the sun. When this city falls again, and it will, it may not rise. Every generation. Cheers, Rubix, you fine gent. True bad man from across the pond. Thank you kindly, sir.
is an absolutely loony bit of gear. the clamps with the sky darkens and bloody Nora. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, look, I started this 100 episodes ago. I uh, couldn't tell you how many weeks ago that was because we had a week off over Christmas, didn't we? Mm, for 20, 21 weeks ago, about 21, 22 weeks ago, almost six months ago. Because um, I was thinking of jacking it in. I was going to jack music in. I was going to go and get a job. I was going to become a personal trainer. I was going to, you know, now I throw trainers, you know, <laughs> lobsters. Um, and I thought I'd do 20 shows, see how it went. Because uh, also I was getting hacked off with uh, Facebook shutting down the live stream. So I thought, all right, we'll set up a radio stream. Can't they shut me down? And uh, out of that, Threshold.fm was born. I thought I'd do 20 shows, see how they go. They don't go that well. I'd jack it all in. And they went really well. And the Lobster Crew was born. And decent, honest, God-fearing folk out for a better way of life, out for a better quality of morning radio, out for a better quality of shoe thrower, a better quality of lobster, a better quality of pinger, a better quality of um, late-stage capitalism. Started listening, started commenting, started sharing. Memes were born. Sayings, Padgett, come on. With that, we, we've made, we'd never have discovered the beautiful philosophy the encapsulation of meaning that is too much heat in one package <laughs> it just it would never um it would never have 
well, I mean, obviously TC would have got upset because he had found that album on his thing and he tweeted. It was very, very mean. But I was also very mean about that boy. I didn't mean, hope I didn't upset him. He's, he's uh, I'm sure, he, you know, he's just out there making a, making records, trying to make a pound note, trying to make something of himself like the rest of us. And now we're at a hundred. We're at a hundred shows, and um, you know we have like a whole load of other amazing shows on on threshold. I, I'm still very much looking for other people to come on board to do shows. To do you can do live shows, or you can do pre-recorded shows. I think probably easier doing pre-recorded shows at the moment. The new app will be hopefully ready in a couple in maybe six weeks maybe maybe a little bit longer which will have an archive in so everyone can have their shows all archived together in the same place and it'll be really good for finding new music and new chat and new funnies and new you know to, to be able to really easily see it rather than having them sort of disparately spaced out between Mixcloud and soundcloud and podcast and this we can have them all in a nice easy thing we have a we have a Discord full of people sharing hilarious memes. We've got a Facebook page which is just out of control. We've we've had some wild stuff go down in that in that Facebook page. Everyone is in there is at times that they have needed to come together for the greater good of the group, and it's made me it's made me emotional at times. It's made me very very proud of everyone that is there, and I I feel absolutely blessed to have had this opportunity to do this show and to have people listen and enjoy and take part in it and to have that feedback between what I'm doing and the actual people that are listening to it and enjoying it and being part of it. I want us to all grow this together as a whole, as a group, as a... Um, Communist detected. No, <laughs> as, yeah, just as a community. Like, And we will, as we grow, there's going to be more opportunity for meetups all over the country because there'll be you know larger pockets of lobsters you know there's probably the most of us are probably in london there's there's a load in bristol there's loads in scotland they're they're everywhere and we can all come together i'm thinking about what might be quite a lot of fun would be some sort of drum and bass brunch whereby one of those like bottomless brunch things where like we can have bottomless red stripe and basically a day rave uh, i don't know what the uh, best what was the what would be drum and bass food don't know i just feel like it's probably kebabs or something isn't it that we could do um yeah we could do some sort of food and we can do some you know some some bottomless booze and we can play some drama bass and i think that'd be a lot of fun and you know and then everyone can get back uh, back in time to pick up the kids oh, i mean yeah we're all getting on a bit now well some of us are anyway um but look this is uh i'm enjoying this absolutely tremendously and i want to keep doing it every day um, apart from tomorrow I can't do it tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow I've got to go and do some freelance work to um, raise some money for the app but we will uh, I will be back on Monday at 10am actually I'll be back at 3pm for um, Rankings Records but yeah I want to do this basically every, every morning and just keep going see where we can take this crazy roller coaster see how we can you know keep this crazy train on the tracks and get it, you know, bigger and badder and more ridiculous. Uh, Going to get some socks made, some lobster socks made, and we can start Sock Squad. Um, I was thinking that it could be quite funny to have some that that have got text on them that says, like, if you can read this, I've thrown my shoes. And then with some lobsters around them, the church of the shoe thrower. Look, thank you all so much for all your nice messages. And people that have listened to the mental health video and the chats about that. And I'm enormously overjoyed that the conversations about that have been valuable to people 
and know that you are by no means the only one that feels like that. I mean, things that I've learned from doing this show are one, like if you're particularly if you're freelance and you basically if you work for yourself, having to get up and go somewhere for a specific time and that structure has been like immeasurably uh, an improvement to to my everyday life like i still don't see enough people i still don't see enough humans throughout the day this is something that i'm working on and when there's you know as, as if everything goes in the right trajectory with this there will be threshold staff and you know i'll have a producer and other people and then there maybe there's someone who comes in and does the show straight after me you know but it's not, not going to happen overnight this is going to be something that's going to take a little while it's going to take you know, maybe even a few years, maybe we're going to need to get some sponsors on or, or what have you. But I think we can make, I think that we can make Threshold like everything people really want out of a radio station because I just, I mean, there are other like, you know, there are other online stations and there are other, um, you know, or digital stations or actual, you know, FM radio stations. But, you know, A, when you have to adhere to Ofcom, that, mean, that means that sort of blankets over an enormous amount of potential fun, you know, using coarse language, talking about sex and drugs. Not going to be able to do that on one extra at 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, But we can make an exciting alternative platform, which has both amazing music, which has good talk shows, which has good comedy, which is, you know, not afraid to say people with people not afraid to say what they think and to be able to, you know, make ridiculous jokes, say stupid things and all, you know, talk about life and culture as you know people actually experience it rather than a sort of weird either rose tinted version of it or one that just sort of glosses over the cracks of like i don't know you listen to dance show on radio one and it's so fucking shiny and just like politically correct and just a kind of i don't know one is like that in real life it's real life isn't like that real life is gritty and grimy and like you know people are fucked up and that whole sort of portrayal of everything's perfect, everything's great, amazing, smashing it, doing all the gigs, da da da. No, you spend like like all this time on your own. Wake up in the morning and cry. Like it's uh, you know, life is life is fucked up. But like trying to negotiate that and navigate that those fuck ups are what make like what makes life beautiful in its own special way. Picking up your cross and bearing it makes life worth living. Taking on the responsibility and all of those things like that. Lobsters. Look, thank you all so much. I'm eternally grateful to you all. I'm eternally grateful to everyone who's listened, everyone that's liked, everyone that's commented, everyone that's shared, everyone that has enjoyed. I've even, I'm even thankful to the haters. I'm even thankful to the people who post comments saying, what the fuck is this? This is shit. I was like, thank you. I'm glad that as long as I can... As long as I can polarise a little bit, either love it or hate it. If people are just like, totally indifferent to coffee and memes, I'm just like, it just means it's just like nothing to me. It's just, not even, like, if you've actually, you know, if it's actually riled you enough to comment some hate, that's fine. I've had an effect on you. That's all I want. Um, Lord of life. Look, thank you very much, everyone. Thank you to everyone that's supporting on Patreon. Thank you to everyone that's supported by donating through the live chat. And thank you to everyone that's donated through PayPal. You're very, very much appreciated. VIP list of all those supporting on the Patreon are Oliver Hooper, who's can just 
throwing cash like with reckless abandon you wild man Nicholas Gonclaus Tom Ryan Reese Musson Squidgy Beats Parsons Paulie Hutton Kieran R Michael Kaczynski Matthew Tompkins Dave Long Joel Potter Cole Murphy Sam Howard Tony J Richard Patson Jack Murphy Tom Cam Stephen Harris Matthew Bull Zara Pickle Jerome Van Thunderbart Mike Pye Anthony Walker Lily Unsub Richard Franks Thomas Hall Cho Ryder Andrew Heischelbert John Finnison BDR Crew Peter Blatchford Austin Grief Cooper Gennady Lightfield Ryan Glazer James Parry Dave Thompson Hendo Bartendo Lady Squiffington Liam the Menace Underwood Dan fucking Morris a guy with no STDs Justin Mercer Ames MC um, Josh Williams Rob Humphreys Shibby T Coco Shiva Dan Eltham and the uh, I was supposed to say Taz uh, that Taz that am you wonderful folk uh, just thank you everyone for listening I really am like eternally grateful uh, you're making this crazy world infinitely better and uh, here is to the next hundred shows here is to the next thousand shows we're, we're catching very slowly we're catching up on Rogan I think he's at about 1200 or something um, And but we'll get him we'll get him and then we'll have the warehouse with the gym and the sauna and the archery range he said it won't be an archery range it'll be a shoe throwing range we'll just see who can hurl the shoe the furthest uh, it is uh, it's a wonderful time to be alive ladies and gentlemen even if it is late stage capitalism hey you know it's the best we've got currently we can uh, we can make it you know, we could, we'll do we'll do what we can with it. I promise nothing. So look, I will be back uh, at three o'clock for Rankings Records, but more coffee and memes on Monday at ten a.m. I love you all dearly, and I will see you very soon. God bless you all. Don't let your memes be dreams. Uh, increase the peace and decrease the grief. Lots of love. <laughs>